K's, two A's in America. Three K's, two A's, America. Three K's, two A's in America. Damn, I feel amazing. Damn, damn, we got a Welcome to the podcast dojo, Black on Both Sides, where two enter into the steel cage and two leave. That's kind of how we roll here. For those of you who don't know, I'm King Kunta 3X. Please say the 3X, one half of the podcasting duo. The other half would be my co-host, world-renowned, locally known, and universally accepted, Mr. Be Honest. That's normally where you would come in or say something about Podcast Dojo, but be honest, is not going to be joining us today. Uh, unfortunately, he apparently is um, taking some, some type of a test, I believe, in connection with his application to join the Space Force. So let's wish Bianas our best in his Space Force application. However, one monkey don't stop no show, and we're going to keep on rolling along. Um, let's uh, kick things off with a RIP to the Queen of Soul, Miss Aretha Franklin, who unfortunately lost a long battle with illness last week. And, um, you know, she went home under hospice care, and unfortunately she passed last week, and you know, we all should have our own favorite Aretha Franklin R&B and soul classics. You know, a little R-S-P-E-C-T. You better think. Chain of Fools goes on and on. We lost a brilliant voice, a preeminent voice. And we wish her and her family, well, her family condolences. And we know that she will be resting in power. Let's uh, jump in. So... Uh, for those of you who may have been following us, we had talked a little bit about uh, Marvel movies, particularly Guardians of the Galaxy, and Mr. James Gunn, who had come under fire and then was actually terminated as director of Guardians of the Galaxy for tweets he had made approximately 10 years ago that had been dug up. These tweets, uh, just a quick recap, they seem to be you know very poor taste, to say the least. A lot of jokes, many of them involving pedophilia. And there had been an upsurge in support for Mr. Gunn, saying that that's not really who he is. He was a trauma director. Um, that's not who he is at all as a person. And uh, be honest, and myself went back and forth on whether or not he should have been terminated or not. And there still were talks with between him and Marvel Studios about bringing him back in some capacity, and also whether or not they would be using his script for Guardians of the Galaxy Three. You know, that all being said, uh, one of the things you may recall from our conversation is that Mr. Gunn was actually targeted by a right-wing media uh, attack based on Mr. Gunn's past outspokenness with regard to uh, number 45, a.k.a. the Cheeto-in-Chief. And uh, it seems as if uh, they were unhappy with this uh, talk by Marvel Studios about bringing Mr. Gunn back, perhaps full-time, on another movie and not just using a script. So they dug deeper. And what's come out is apparently Mr. Gunn, along with some other people, were at a party, not just any party, but a themed party. The theme of that party apparently uh, was uh, to catch a predator. That's right. Mr. Gunn and some others were at a party themed on the uh, NBC to catch a predator series in which they bring in child molesters unexpectedly who are trying to meet up with uh, they're victims, and instead you 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 have a reporter who gotcha, and the police come in and arrest the person. So in it, Mr. Gunn, I believe he's dressed as a Catholic priest, 
and there are other uh, adults there. The women are dressed as young schoolgirls. Uh, bottom line, this is clearly a themed party based on pedophilia. Call me crazy, but usually when there's smoke and a lot of smoke and more smoke, there's probably fire somewhere. So notwithstanding my previous comments about Mr. Gunn and free speech and notwithstanding the fact that uh, at this uh, To Catch a Predator-themed party, all of the individuals in the images appear to be adults. Still, at the end of the day, it seems Mr. Gunn has uh, a clear fascination uh, with pedophilia. And I think it's safe to say that if something else were to come out regarding Mr. Gunn and pedophilia perhaps actual victims, then we would not be surprised. So this is where I must get off this ride. Apologize for your money in the background. Uh, King Kunta is entertaining family at this time. But back to Mr. Gunn, given the fact that if he were to be found to have engaged in pedophilia, it wouldn't be a surprise given what we know so far. Uh, in good faith and good conscience, I must get off this ride. Mr. Gunn, uh, I don't know what you're doing. I don't understand the fascination. I believe you actually have a problem. Uh, happy trails. Don't let the door hit you in the ass. I will not be supporting your works. And uh, it seems as if, you know, once is okay. Shame on me. Twice. That's a trend. Th- you know, now we're waiting on the third time. The third time is probably a victim. So... Uh, I retract my statements about reinstating Mr. Gunn, and I think that Marvel, a company owned by Disney, would do best to uh, not reinstate him and to quickly uh, put some space between themselves, Guardians, and Mr. Gunn. So happy trails, Mr. Gunn. You know, I'll be curiously waiting to see if that third thing happens. Hope there are no victims. Won't be surprised if there is. So, Mr. Gunn, I think you might need to burn an hell. Speaking of people who might, in fact, need to burn hell, let's talk about Omoroso and the Cheeto-in-Chief. So in the news today, in the past week, a lot of it has revolved around Omoroso of, so you want to be, uh, well, Celebrity Apprentice fame. Uh, And the fact that she was fired from the White House, she has come forward with allegations that she has tapes of recordings she's indicated or another wise kind of generally referred to the possibility that there may be recordings of the Cheeto in Chief 45 using the N-word. Shocking, I know. Um, in response, uh, 45 doubled down and he attacked Omaroso in social media, um, paraphrasing that um, she was fired with cause and that the person that fired her, General Mattis, I believe, you know, saw right through her or something to that effect and that she's... He, he ended the tweet by calling Omaroso a dog. So let's just back up and let's just look at this objectively. Let's pretend that Omaroso is a good person. So you have the President of the United States, a white uh, Anglo-Saxon Protestant male, um, millionaire by his account, uh, of privilege, calling a black female a dog. I have a huge problem with this. 
you know, I, I don't I don't understand how the comments that forty five is making nonstop are just not garnering much than people at water coolers going, hmm. Oh, can you believe he did that? Well, you know he's crazy. I'm just at a loss for words at this point. It seems there's absolutely nothing that 45 can do or say uh, that will encourage him, he'll incur uh, more hot water than he already has. And all things considered, it's not really a lot. So I'm looking for all of these uh, black pastors who met with 45 a few weeks ago. I wonder if they approve of him calling a black woman a dog. Food for thought. Uh, speaking of which, in the uh, the N-word in 45, so the White House spokesperson, Sarah Sanders, <laughs> who generally uh, is the person that has to quintuple down on 45's lies and try to make sense of the senseless while keeping a straight face. She struggles with the last part. She actually said in 2018 in an official White House statement that she can't guarantee that the President of the United States has not, in fact, used the N-word. She can't guarantee Trump hasn't done it, meaning she's not sure if there are recordings out there with him saying it. I'm shocked. I'm stunned. It's crazy. We are indeed living in a crazy world where up is down, down is up, and no one seems to really want to do something about it. It's just, it, it's amazing. It's its amazing uh, the state of the isms, the sisms, all of them, racism, sexism, all the isms you can name here in the United States and the environment that's currently being uh, led by 45. This is probably where Beyonce would have jumped in and talked about how it's not really 45's fault or... Maybe it's just a context issue, or maybe Amorosa is kind of has dog-like tendencies. I mean, I don't, I, I can't tell you. I, I don't. Sometimes I wonder if it's devil's advocate or if, or if it's actual heartfelt belief. Knowing what I know of Mr. Honest, I'm going to say it's probably just good old-fashioned devil's advocate. Let's talk more about politics. So apparently, uh, 45 uh, revoked. Uh, is revoking security clearances. Uh, specifically, uh, he had threatened to revoke security cl- Can't talk. He had threatened to revoke security clearances of former uh, CIA directors and NSA chiefs and pe- basically people in general who've spoken out against him, even, the, even though that that is not uh, what's been done traditionally. Traditionally, uh, it's not a... Uh, it, Sitting presidents don't go back in and and try to remove security clearances for people just because they actually uh, criticize the current president or his or his policies. That being said, I'm pretty sure this is where my uh, co-host, be honest, will jump in and provide some sort of plausible deniability on on why the words that 45 said should be given some sort of non-racist tilt. Devil's advocate, don't you love that? So although Trump seems to not suffer much for much of any of the words that come out of his mouth, he, on the other hand, can take very little. And as you may or may not know, the last few weeks, Trump has been threatening to remove the or revoke security clearances for 
CIA, ex-CIA directors, and general uh, high officials in, in national security who have openly been critical of 45 and anything 45 has done. 45 being the uh, thin-skinned Cheeto that we know he is, uh, has made this threat. And uh, current Speaker of the House Paul Ryan and other individuals have said, oh, well, these are simply threats and this is just him trolling or, or just, you know, he doesn't mean it. He wouldn't do such a thing. Well, he'd done such a thing. XCI Director John Brennan, who has been a critic of the Trump administration, recently had his security clearance revoked for literally no reason other than the fact that he is critical of the current sitting president. President. Not king. Not dictator. But president. Folks, this is what our democracy uh, appears to be coming down to these days. You've got a sitting president who may or may not, may, probably did commit treason with Russia to win the election, has now revoked the security clearance of a former head of the CIA for literally no reason other than the fact that he's not a fan. Great. And this is America. Land of the free, home of the brave. I have a question. Is, is, are, are, we, are, are we tired of winning? Are you tired of winning? Is this winning? I, did, I didn't know this was the type of winning we'd be doing. I'm sure this is also a point where my co-host would say something about making America great. So, uh, what free speech, right? What First Amendment, right? Let's look at another issue that uh, 45 is attacking. Apparently 45 has a problem with certain... Visa application policies, essentially where one person becomes a citizen and that person is then able to turn around and use their citizenship to bring in other members of their family. It's kind of like an anchor baby. So Trump has come out against this, just one huge problem. On the same day, the Trump administration has decided that this type of visa uh, is problematic and abused on the same day. First Lady and former soft porn actress, sorry, model, Melania Trump uh, came out with her parents for a photo op as they were becoming uh, American citizens. How? Because First Lady Melania is not from America and she married an American citizen, allegedly, and that's how she received her visa. And through that, she was able to bring over her parents. Kind of like an anchor baby. The hypocrisy. The, the, that, they don't even try to hide the hypocrisy. They're not even trying to hide the fact that they are pissing in our faces and telling us it is rain. So, FDT... Cheeto, I look forward to the impeachment. Heck, I look forward to the indictment. So, on happier things, on happier things, the littlest Kunta turned four 
this past uh, week. And so Miss Kunda had a great idea that we go to Disneyland, the happiest place on earth, and spend an entire day there. And I don't know if you've been to Disneyland lately or Disney World, but Walt Disney? Yeah, weird. Weird dude. Serious issues. There were so many rides at Disneyland that were so blatantly racist. It's crazy. We were at the Adventureland ride or the Jungle something or another. Essentially, it's a ride where you get on a boat, which is on a track, and you go through, quote-unquote, the jungle. And that's, you know, replete with animals, piranha, elephants, perhaps tigers, monkeys. Well, my biggest problem was the natives. The natives were essentially these figurines of very dark skin. Very dark skin. And they were, seemingly, they were usually uh, seemingly shown and engaged in acts of either cannibalism or cowardice. Uh, it, it, just, I just can't believe some of the things I've seen. And uh, I was just stunned. Uh, uh, let me s- describe the scene. So the first scene, the one that caught me off guard, is you've got your European adventurer, white skin, uh, wearing his jungle outfit. And then you've got a series of four to six, I guess, guides, natives, Sherpas, if you will. And each of these guides, one, they're all identical. They all have the darkest ebony skin you could imagine. And they are, and this uh, explorer are on top of a, a pole. He's at the top. They're underneath, and below, I guess, is supposed to be lions or tigers or some nonsense. Walt, what the hell? What was that about? Who are these nameless, subservient people that you're depicting? Just the darker the skin, the better, and we'll double figure it out. I mean, it's it's a little known fact that yeah, a lot of the early Disney things are very, very, very problematic from a racial standpoint. Briar Rabbit, Briar Rabbit, Google that. I'm not gonna go through it. Racist. Um, you've got the crows, uh, shucking and jiving, and all that. Also racist. It's just uh, it's amazing that some of these early, early racist images still persist in the quote-unquote happiest place on earth so fuck you disney you're welcome and there are other racist rides at disney i mean you you see some of it and it's, it's just it's just shocking it really is is stunning when you see this stuff i went through it's a small world which half of it half of it should be called it's a very, very white uh, Euro-based world. But it looks like somebody from Disney got a hold to half the, the other half of the ride. Uh, although the, some of the mannequins do look very problematic. That is some tight wool on the quote, on the, uh, I guess, the assumed African portion of the small world. Also, I don't think everyone in Hawaii 
dances. Oh, that reminds me. Back to the, uh, and by dancing, I mean the uh, hula, the, the, the hula dance. But back to the, that problematic ride, um, they were showing head shrinkers. And if you know anything about head shrinkers and how their depiction, it's essentially a dark-skinned people that's uh, promoted as being cannibals. It's just a very, uh, you know, so it's, it's, it's the boogeyman. It's the dark boogeyman of the unknown world. They're, they're going to get you because they're so uncivilized. It's just, you know, more nonsense that I'm surprised in 2018 are still in rides at Disneyland. So back to the it's a small world after all. I mean, on the one hand, you know, representation is great. In- inclusion is in representation are important. On the other hand, if you're going to be using, you know, very problematic images, are we really taking a step forward? Are we taking are we are we really taking a step forward? I I gotta go no on that. So. Disneyland, Walt Disney, early Disney, is some really creepy wild things. I encourage you to Google and YouTube early Walt Disney, even Mickey Mouse. It's very, very strange. Uh, and a lot of it has uh, been gone, but some of it persists. Some of it persists. Another thing that I noticed at Disneyland is that a lot of the rides geared toward children uh, are really creepy as shit. Uh, there's the Mad Hatter ride. That ride had everyone in tears, almost myself included. Uh, it just was creepy for no apparent reason. It was like a nightmare, a very dark nightmare. I thought Alex in Wonderland was supposed to be about some white girl who like took like some acid and like had a bad trip. That's what I thought it was about. Which, under that rubric, I guess they nailed it. Another ride that's unnecessarily creepy and targeted to kids is the uh, Winnie the Pooh ride. Wow, Winnie the Pooh took a lot of drugs. It was supposed to be one of his dreams. There were so many colors, so many colors. It was like acid meets peyote meets like a gallon of Red Bull. It was crazy. But in any event, you know, Disneyland is problematic on many levels. But at the same time, you know, there are, you know, there are attempts. It's, it's, it's very imperfect you know, slow clap for the good-natured attempts and scorn, finger-pointing and for maintaining bestial images of racism in some of the older rides throughout the park. Well, you know, I think that, uh, I think that we're at the end here. Um, it was really interesting uh, recording for you all out there without Be Honest who um, could make it for reasons beyond his control. Uh, you know, I'm curious to see, you know, what your thoughts are on any of these very brief, quick hitters I ran down for you guys tonight. Uh, as always, you know, I, I if you would like to uh, support us, we ask that you Share the show with your friends and family. Leave it to in your best interest and your best judgment, I'm sorry, to determine who that should or shouldn't be. Uh, with regard to another way you can help us is by the five-star review. The five-star review uh, essentially is how people find us, how people learn about the podcast, and it puts pushes up on a list with regard to Apple. And uh, if you give us a five-star review... I, King Kunta 3X, promise to read 
whatever you write, as long as you give me that five-star review. And so tonight, I'm going to show some love first to the Google Play Store, uh, particularly, uh, yeah, I found this on the Google Play Store. It is a five-star review, and I'm going to read it. The review comes from JulieMM318. Awesome! Triple exclamation points. Well-informed black men with differing views make, makes for an interesting conversation every time. One of my favorite podcasts. Ah, appreciate that. Uh, on be honest behalf and my behalf, thank you so much, Julian, for, for that five-star review. We really work hard here uh, to try to be just that, well-educated black men with different views who talk about things that you know we believe are pertinent, we believe that matter, we believe that are worth talking about, cooler talk from a black perspective, which sometimes is surprising because, as Beyonce would say, because nothing is black and white. That's not how he sounds. He's got one of those great I'll Be Sure uh, radio voices. Let me, let, me, let me try to do a Beyonce. Where nothing sounds black. I can't do it. It's no good. I need to work on it. My, now, 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 to be clear, there are other voices that I could do that would get the job done. Black on both sides, where nothing is, in fact, black and white. See, that was good. That's, another, that's my, my Obama voice that I'm working on. I, I think it's, it's pretty, pretty, pretty boss, pretty solid. So let me uh, take a gander at the other areas where I would expect the five-star review, such as the Apple Store. I know some of you get the, your podcast via Stitcher. Unfortunately, Stitcher does not support the... Uh, uh, re- reviews, at least if they do, I am not sure how to do them. I'm not sure what they look like. Um, hold on, bear with. Ah, here we go. Dope. Actually, I'm sorry. That's not our latest review. That one is actually from July. Let me. Check, check, check. Mic check. Ah, nope, that's it. No new reviews. So thank you, Julie M., for that review on the Google Play Store. And for all you guys out there, help us out. Give us that five-star review. And again, I will read whatever you write. Unedited. Raw. R-rated and faded. Unrated, actually. You can write whatever you want. Whatever you want. Also, you know, I don't. I thank you guys for coming in. I'm not sure how you how you came here. If you came to us on your own through the Google Play or the app or the Apple uh, Store, however you get your podcasts, or if you came from another podcast, as you should know by now, Black on Both Sides is just one part of the Rare Sunnis Network. Uh, there are multiple other shows uh, that you could be watching. Uh, if you become a premium subscriber to uh, Rare Science Network, you will get access not only to Black on Both Sides, but to all of the other shows, including the No Nonsense Show, uh, Music Love Life, BTG for President, and other shows. Myself, I do have a personal uh, premium uh, podcast that you'd, you'd, ha- you'd have available to you as a premium member. 
uh, Bianas, my co-host, he, he and his lovely wife have their own premium podcast where they talk about uh, husband and wife issues that husband and wives don't talk about. It's pretty bold on their part. And, you know, I'm praying for their continued union because he can't keep asking these questions to a reasonable woman and expect continued success. Don't worry out there. He assures me they're fine. Also, um, some of the other hosts on the other shows have their own personal mini blogs with, with premium content. And uh, I encourage you to check it out. Another thing is that our archives, our archives for the show will be stored there at some point. And although Black on Both Sides is, is a young podcast, some of the other podcasts are upwards in, you know, 100 episodes, 75 episodes, 200 episodes. So for the price of essentially a cup of coffee, four ninety nine, uh, you can have access to all of this and you can feel good about helping out the content providers. Uh, your premium content uh, subscription allows us to take care of some of the logistics and the details and keeping a... Uh, award-winning podcast that hasn't quite won an award yet. So uh, thank you for your support to those that are supporting the Rare Sonus Network, including Black on Both Sides. And uh, that being said, um, it's been real. You know, uh, I think that I, I probably didn't have quite as much fun if we're going to be truthful. We're going to sit in the truth. Hey, hey, take a knee. Come in, come come closer. Let's take a knee. Let's let's close the door. This wasn't quite as fun as if Bianas was on the other side. He does bring the energy. You know, I apologize. It is a little bit late out here in the West Coast, but I want to let you guys know that you know we're always thinking about you, and we're going to continue to bring uh, to your attention the issues we think are worth talking about. If you have any questions, comments, there's something that you know you'd like us to delve into, standalone issue. Uh, if there are things we can get better at, if there are questions you have, please feel free to hit hit us up at rarsonus.com. and uh, that is an avenue for you to either uh, send questions to Black and Blue Sides directly. Or you can also uh, seek out your premium subscription. I would be remiss to tell you that if you're going to do anything, the first thing you should do, and if you're going to do nothing, you should at least do this. Email Rare Science. Ask to join the Slack Room. The Slack Room is where it goes down. The Slack Room is where, be honest myself, we interact with our our, our listeners on a daily basis. We're very approachable. We listen. We're not going to ban you because we disagree with your opinion. It's, it's not that type of podcast, and Rare Science is not that type of media network. So uh, email the show, email us, email rare, at rarescience.com. Ask to get into the Slack room. BNS will let you in. And you can really see uh, this brilliant, amazing, comforting, funny, intelligent community that's been built uh, in, the, in our neck of the interwebs at the uh, Slack room. So I think I've gone on for, for a while. I appreciate you guys hanging in there with me. I did miss Beyonce quite a bit, 
But no matter what, we're going to do our best to continue to make sure that you are at least thinking about things worth thinking about. So with that being said, thank you for your time. Support the show. Share the show. Tell a friend. Until next time, we'll see you again on Black on Both Sides. Where nothing is black and white. See, my be honest voice is just no good at all. Oh, by the way, Madara Uchiha from Naruto, the anime and the manga. John Wick level. I'm just going to leave that right here. Till next time. Peace.